Welcome to the Morning Mix podcast. It's a gray Monday here in Chicago. We're hoping for warm weather, and we're just simply not getting it. But we're also hoping for movies that are going to turn into musicals. Yeah, some work, some don't. Like Requiem for a Dream? Yeah, not probably not. Not so good. No. <laughs> eh, you never know. Get like uh, What's his name? Danny Elfman on that? It could work out. Who knows? Also, we didn't know this, but a lot of teachers are being tipped. Yeah, cold, hard cash. Who knew? And candles. That's coming your way. Not to mention, when you just follow the GPS blindly and you end up uh, 10 feet in the air on a family trip in a car going off the edge of the highway. Yeah, it's time to get those trip ticks back. Yeah. Remember those? Maybe you just sit back and let mom and dad argue that one <laughs> yeah. out. It's coming your way now and a whole lot more on the Morning Mix podcast. A new musical coming to Broadway. Oh, wow. yeah. Almost Famous, the musical. Oh, like we were just talking we were about just that talking movie. About Almost Famous. One Such of my favorite movies movie. of all time. Cameron yeah. Crowe. Wonderful movie. Yeah, great movie, right? Uh, it's a stage version of the Almost Famous, and it's almost ready for Broadway. Now, uh, they've been doing this around the country, getting it warmed up. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's even a chance that you've seen it. We haven't seen it. But it's an adaptation of the Oscar-winning film from 2000. That follows the 15-year-old in the 70s who gets the assignment of a lifetime when Rolling Stone sends him on tour with the fictitious up-and-coming band. And they didn't write the name of the band. Stillwater. Sweetwater. Or Stillwater. Stillwater. It, Stillwater. That's yeah, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Stillwater, yeah. which That's is also it. a restaurant downstairs. Or is yeah. that Sweetwater? That's Sweetwater. <laughs> okay, got it. And they have really good buffalo <laughs> shrimp. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. And this band has really great uh, songs. But my favorite line from the movie is uh, Jason Lee says to uh, Billy Crudup at one point, he goes, and frankly... Your looks are becoming a problem. <laughs> this is a very classic, this band is fighting uh, fighting thing. But that's coming to Broadway in 2022 this year. They're thinking later this fall or winter we could see it. Hmm. All right. So that's a movie that in my mind makes perfect sense that it would become a musical. Yeah. Right? So much music in it. Yeah, yep. the whole thing, right? Yeah. But there have to be mu- movies that would be horrible as musicals, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that brings us to today's. Six, ten, text, woo. Six, ten, text, woo. Six, ten, Almost Famous is about to become a musical, and that makes sense. What movie would be the worst adaptation of a musical? If they took a movie and said, now we're making it a musical. They tried it with Spider-Man. Do you remember that? Like eight years ago, they tried to make a Spider-Man musical, and you 2 wrote all the music. I would say Bono was part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People kept getting hurt during the stunts, and then it just like... (laughs) They yep. tried to do previews in, in New York, and they tried to do previews in, I think, Chicago, and yeah. boy, the God. thing failed miserably. And one you, you would think would have worked, but it didn't. Uh, here, they premiered Adam's Family. Yeah, the musical. And it had a huge cast. It was B.B. Newworth and yes. like Nathan Lane. It was like huge. And then I went to Broadway, and it was like, yeah. yeah. Believe it or not, there's a Superman musical from like 1988 that exists that's out there. But what movie would make the worst musical? Text it to us at 60123. Boy, if they tried to make that a stage musical, we'd be in big, big trouble. Right off the top, I think we had someone who didn't quite get it because they went, Mamma Mia. Like, well, <laughs> I mean, they just didn't like Mamma Mia. They have a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Not a bad point. Maybe the person's like, that movie sucked. No, it shouldn't have done that. But I love these. So from an 847... Transformers would really not work. Okay. <laughs> that would be tough. Autobots. Yep. Roll out. Doom, doo, doo. That'd be great. Why not? Hairspray? Well, that is a musical. Yep. Uh, the English Patient, just because it would oh, be the longest. It would be a long musical. I never even saw it, but that's hilarious. Yeah. From a 773 Scarface. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. Oh, be fantastic. <laughs> From a 616 Die Hard. <laughs> yippee ki Oh, You couldn't do it. I don't know. I it might work. Yeah, watch out. Yeah, right. This one, I think, actually would be goofy as hell and could work from a 773. The movie that wouldn't make sense as a musical, Dumb and Dumber. Oh. I think you can make that work. Yeah. Maybe. So yeah. you're saying there's a chance. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> 
630, the Godfather. Again, I feel like someone has had to have pitched that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that would be like blasphemy. Well, yeah. Uh, this one's a deep cut from 219, Red Dawn. Wow. <laughs> Remember Red Dawn? Red yeah. Dawn's an 80s film where like the town gets taken over and the teens decide to fight back is from that, the woods. That's not Christian Bale, is it? No, Christian they remade. No, Christian Bale was in the Newsies. He was in Empire the young, Sun. Empire Sun. Yeah, that, right? Empire or Empire of, of yep. the Sun. They redid Red Dawn maybe 10 years ago with Chris Hemsworth and oh. uh, it kind of kind of tanked. I didn't right. know didn't that. work out for him. Yeah, see, he, <laughs> he doesn't want you to know that. He's like, focus on the Thor stuff, guys. <laughs> from an 815, the movie that would make a great musical, not really, The Terminator. Uh-huh. <laughs> Could work. Uh, 312, Saving Private Ryan. A lot of action movies here. A couple of dark ones. Schindler's List, Dust yep. Till Dawn. 708, you know what they should make? Jurassic Park, the musical. That would be, you could do the blow-up dinosaur. I mean, you got it right there. <laughs> like Jeff, yeah. the Jeff Goldblum guy's like, must drive faster. <laughs> I saw the live, uh, like, at Rosemont uh, adaptation of Jurassic World, like, live. Yeah. And I think that was kind of a musical. It's kind I'm of a musical, to, I right? I think they sang. Yeah, it could work. Yeah. 773, this is a Christian Bale movie, American Psycho. Oh, I love that But there's that a movie. lot of 80s music in there. Yeah. He's like obsessed with Huey Lewis yep. and blah, 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 and Phil Collins. Whitney Houston. Yep. Yeah. From a 708, it's funny, but it actually exists. Titanic, the musical. Yeah. It is a musical. Really? Yeah. Who knew? And finally, my favorite, they should make it a musical, and boy, after what happened to him this weekend, he probably wouldn't mind the paycheck. <laughs> Taking the musical. <laughs> <laughs> so you better run. Right? I have a gun. Like what? I think it could work. Uh, yeah. What do you have? Skills. And like that'd be the chorus. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Oh man. Also, finally, from a 708, if you're gonna make a movie into a musical, why not two super troopers? Oh. Meow, that would be hilarious, <laughs> meow. Right? This is the morning mix podcast. It's about 710. You're probably on your way to work, and you probably know that route. Yeah. You know, you probably drive it a lot. Maybe you're starting a new job. Maybe you're looking at the GPS this morning. Could be. Mm-hmm. Maybe you check it every morning because you got to figure out the route. And often you follow it blindly. You're just like, oh, I got to make a left. Here I go. I make a left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, it takes you to the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a woman in Maine accused now of potentially being under the influence, blaming her GPS as she attempted to drive downstairs <laughs> at a police station. What? <laughs> oh, 26-year-old unnamed woman was driving through the police department's garage, then across its pedestrian plaza there in Portland, Maine, before trying to take her SUV down a flight of stairs to get to the street. When the police (laughs) ran out to stop her, she said, it's just what the GPS is telling me to do. Exactly. Can't blame her. She'll say that in court. Turn left. Yep. Turn left. Rerouting. Exactly. Quote, but responding officers felt it was more her excessive blood alcohol level. The driver was not named, but was issued a DUI. They are fortunate that she didn't hit anybody. Nothing like that happened. It was just some property damage. But there's a solid photo of the car attempting to drive down oh, yeah. like a six-step flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. Clearly stairs. Out. Clearly stairs. But her quote, the GPS said to make the yeah. left. What right. do you want me to do? I remember a long time ago when Oprah Winfrey was still on mm. TV, like mm. probably back when GPS first started, yeah. uh, they did a whole segment on like, where's your GPS bringing you? Wow. And uh, like everybody was like, don't be an idiot if it says, like, turn off this cliff. And there's no don't road. Right. Don't go. do it. Yeah. And people were kind of like, Man. well, what should I do? My phone is telling me. I got to get to the mall. <laughs> right? Man. Yeah. You so. never know. I uh, just do the GPS on my phone now. You yeah. know, and you can put it right on there and it yeah. tells you while you're driving. You know, so I don't know. I know navigation in cars is a thing. But now, like, with Apple and Apple CarPlay. Like, whip your car's Apple CarPlay, right? Yeah, but you this, use it? it can screw up just as bad. Yeah, just uh, as bad. Because, uh, I, for example, there's a place called Greenbrier Park that yeah. is not far from my house. 
And first time I went there, I followed the GPS to the letter, and I ended up at the end of a dead-end block with nothing but houses surrounding me, and it says, you're here. I'm right. like, there ain't no park here. Yeah, I'm right. sorry. I'm like, I don't know if it's in their backyard, but I cannot get there from here. So sure enough, I had to go all over the place <laughs> to find it. I felt like an idiot. I feel like uh, definitely like our, I say my generation. I don't want to say our generation, but I think for me, I feel like we're all worse navigators. Totally. Absolutely. Ever since, even when I was 16, 17, we had MapQuest, and you would type it in and print it and just yes. follow it. Yes. And so, I, you know what yeah. I mean? My wife will be like, head west. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. She's like, well, don't you know where the lake is? I'm like, right now? No. Right. She's like, well, the lake's always east. I'm like, I get that. Okay, I get it conceptually. But in practice, I'm like, I, I just want to get to McDonald's. I don't know what way to turn. Those insurance commercials that say how to prevent you from becoming your parents, one of them is uh, you don't need to print off the directions. Yeah, anyway, yeah exactly. If you're yes. printing the directions, we have a lot of work to do. Well, this gal was just trying to get to the street and yeah. tried to drive downstairs because the GPS told her to. Where did the GPS lead you? You were just following it. You thought you knew where you were going, and you ended up at a dead end trying to get to a park with three screaming kids. Yeah. You're like, I'm just trying to get to the damn park. Now I'm at a dead end surrounded by houses of neighbors I don't know. The GPS took me there. I don't know what to do. I'm Here's where I am. You plugged it in, and before you knew it, you were somewhere else. 312-233-1019. The GPS took me there. It's not where I meant to go, Mm-mm. but it's where I ended up. Good morning, Melissa. Hi. Um, so this is like 10 years ago. Surrey was trying to get us back to our hotel, and we ended up on like 80, seeing the hotel from the interstate. Oh. So you're at the hotel, but on a highway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, there's our hotel, but we're on the highway. Yeah. Keep it at 65, though, guys. But there it is. <laughs> Boy, that was fun. I like that one. That was a fun trip, wasn't it? All right. I guess we'll just keep going. Wow. All right. And Kyle, you were, uh, Hi. you had a pretty intense incident here following the GPS. Yeah. So this was my father, but I was in the car uh, back in 2009. Okay. Well, what happened? And what yeah. happened? <laughs> So we were on our way down to vacation in Florida. This was leading into Georgia, um, around the Atlanta area. And there was some construction happening on the highway. Okay. And the GPS told us, hey, take this exit. But the sign said, keep going. And my parents started arguing. And my dad said, I'm just going to listen to the GPS. And he, he turns left off. Uh, right off of the road, we go airborne. Oh, my God! Oh. second or two. Uh, and thankfully, we land all four tires right down on the road on, I assume it was the exit, but it was uh, a little too late. Oh, my that God. That is full-on Clark Griswold right there. Yes. Without a doubt, <laughs> like landing like in a Christmas tree farm. <laughs> yeah. wow. Now, Kyle, a lot of follow-ups. Uh-huh. Is everybody okay? Yes. Did you blow out any tires? Surprisingly, no. Wow. Are your parents still together? <laughs> that was my question. Yes. Okay. Uh, wow. has the trump card where she's yeah. like, I Easily. was right. Yeah. Now, final question. This happens. You guys land. All four wheels. Okay. Everybody's okay. We're all okay. Was it just like, all right, let's get back on the road? Yeah, pretty much. It was, yeah. We got to keep okay. going. We got to get to. We got to get to a hotel to stay the night. That is a Midwest dad, if I've ever heard one. Yep. All yeah. right, everybody, keep it going. Lots totally. of silence yeah. after that. I bet. Wow, yeah. Kyle, <laughs> thanks for that. That is unbelievable. Crazy. I didn't think we were going to get that. That's unbelievable. That is crazy. All right, Joey. Hey, good morning, Joey. Hey, how's it going? Not bad. Now you uh, followed the GPS and it led you astray. Yep, we followed the GPS in our car in Switzerland, and it took us down this grassy path, which was a street. 
until um, it wasn't, and we didn't know it wasn't a street until a woman on a horse walked up behind our car and knocked on a back window and said, this is not a street. That's hilarious. Wow. Now, this says, did you guys end up in, like, a mountain? Like the top yeah, of we were like the top of this mountain <laughs> driving oh around, you know, and this was, we didn't know that our car was going to have a GPS. We should have followed the pre-printed directives that I had. Yeah. Wow. That's when MapQuest kn- knew what's up. Yep. Yeah, you're just <laughs> driving in a rented <laughs> Volvo. You're like, I don't know. Am yep. I where I'm yep. supposed to be? Yep. Exactly. That is unbelievable. All right, so Joey ends up on a mountain. And Rich, you guys were uh, following the GPS, and what happened? Rich, are you there? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm here. Hey, Rich, what happened yeah. when you followed the GPS? So I had to go to a place in, in downtown South Bend, Indiana, and basically the GPS, which is not out of date, it's only a year old, told me to get off of 8094 somewhere in Gary and take US-20 all the way there. Okay. So just keep even on going. I know enough, even I know enough to take the Indiana Toll Road. I figured, okay, I'll get off the Indiana Toll Road, get off by Notre Dame, and then hopefully it'll find me. And even then, it zigzagged me through all these residential neighborhoods. I'm like, I could have just gone straight and made one right. Yeah, Instead, right. I probably made half a dozen turns. And I'm like, this does not look like downtown. I'm seeing houses. I'm seeing nothing over two stories tall. Rich, Rich, you remind me a lot of my dad. He would be like, I know better. Yeah, I know yeah. better. All right? And I don't need it. I know better. I know where we're going. I've gone there a hundred times. I don't need it. I'm no better. All right. And Brian, you guys were out there. You were driving through the woods and something went weird. Well, I was on my way to cook nuclear plant in Michigan. As you do. Uh, yeah. For a construction project. Yep. And I followed the GPS. The next thing you know, the road just ended. And <laughs> I'm trying to redo it when a couple guys come out of the woods with machine guns. Whoa. Hey, yeah. All right. Let's back her up. Hey there, Brian. What are you looking for? You want to <laughs> join our club? On, I was on the property, just not where I was. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You look pretty. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. So Brian's almost in like a Liam Neeson movie. And finally, Leslie. Holy crap. Leslie, uh, again, you're out of town, pretty far out of town. And what went wrong? Um, I was in Ireland, and we decided to drive um, with two vehicles. My parents-in-law were following me. I got volunteered to lead. And uh, we're driving, and our GPS took us down a one-way brick street that we went down the wrong way, and our cars didn't fit. So we had to have some locals help us both back up. Oh, man. Uh, so it was quite the situation. Just back and back and back. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that is unbelievable. So Leslie gets stuck there. But I think of all of those, I got to go back to my buddy, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. You're airborne on a family trip with the Griswolds. Yeah. Somehow you land with all four tires. And Kyle, for surviving that incident, we've got a little something for you. Yeah, you get a pair of tickets to the Windy City Ball on Saturday, May 21st at Venue West in Chicago. So type type that in right now so you know where you're going. Oh, yeah. It's a premier annual charity event for Chicago's young professionals with drinks, cocktails, fun, food, all of it. Yeah, and your host, me. Yeah, there you go. So, Kyle, you and I can hang out and have some cocktails together and share stories about uh, family vacations gone astray. (laughs) The Morning Mix Flash Briefing. With Violetta. Here we go. In at number three, everybody knows that dad is the ultimate home inspector when you buy a new place. There is a new TikTok trend that is going around, and it's a specific video that people are jumping onto. And it's of this guy following around his dad at the home inspection, and he's checking out the hood, making sure the lights work, checking out the pipes. Yeah, these are about right. Looking at some wires, checking if the TV is leveled, you know, just Mm -hmm. basic dad stuff. Mm -hmm. But everybody's like, yep, that's everybody's dad. And then the whole video ends with him 
him inspecting the the tools that his son bought to like finish up. He's yeah. like, mm, yeah, it's not gonna do good this drill. Oh, that's my wife's a realtor, and she at inspections often there will be a dad there. Yeah, yeah. And oh, she'll just now it's she'll just be like, yeah, there was a dad there. Like, yeah, got it. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. My dad came by my place when I got. He's like, huh? He went with the tall footboards. I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> sure. Are those, are those bad? Because my dad knows nothing about construction, yeah, so he goes, yeah, yeah. he goes aesthetics. Yeah, you're like, I want a more modern yeah. look with the five inch. Yeah. yeah. Leave it alone. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Coming in at number two, everybody's getting ready for the Met Gala tonight. Uh, they're excited oh, for the yeah, biggest night go. in fashion. I know. Shoot. So, <laughs> the theme. Look at the time. <laughs> So the theme for tonight is the gil- is gilded glamour. Um, so Vogue's Anna Wintour. Win- Wintour, yeah. Wintour, Wintour mm-hmm. yeah. Wintour has uh, run this gala since 1995, and it's the hottest invite in the fashion world. You guys might, might have lost yours in the mail, but um, the co-chairs this year are Blake Lively, Regina King, Ryan Reynolds, and uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Everyone is prepping, even if they're not going to the event, because it's a night where you get to judge all the choices. Like, you just can't wait to turn on the TV or the live stream and check it out. Um, it is going to be on 6 p.m. Eastern, so 5 o'clock our time on Vogue.com live stream there. But I'm sure it's going to be like on those like e-networks and stuff, too. If you're a gambling lady, V, yeah. what do you, uh, Taylor? You, you hinted that might happen. I know. What do you think? I I think Taylor's still like, I'm good. I'm Taylor Swift. I'm not going. Okay, so you oh, say no. Right. Well, All I right. also said she's probably not going because she's pregnant. <laughs> We're the Which, only show on the planet that's saying she's pregnant. That's what, I heard. That's what you that. heard, right? I heard that from Chris. Yeah, yeah. See? <laughs> Whip and I were talking about it at our lockers earlier. <laughs> that's right. Well, stay tuned, I guess, to see what happens there. We'll be talking about it again tomorrow, and especially if she's pregnant. Yeah. We have or, no, that, or that lawsuit. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah, we have no information to know or believe that she might be, but she could be. Who I knows? heard also is Taylor Lautner's baby. Anybody ah, else? Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard yeah, that too. I heard he's going to be there. Yeah. She's resting up, taking but care he'll of herself, be there. but he's going to go represent the family. And he's going to wear a mixed sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, like, wow. So if you How? see a guy on the red carpet in a tie-dye mixed hoodie, that's Taylor Lautner, Taylor Swift's baby daddy. Yes. You heard it here first. How totally. much more fashionable could he get? None, no more. Hoodie? None more. Right. None more fashionable. Nope. And comfortable. And, and in at number one, Happy Teacher Appreciation Week. We've hey. been talking about it all morning long here, and it is trending online. We're celebrating those wonderful human beings that are shaping the brains and futures of the leaders world world leaders. <laughs> yeah. Not us. No. <laughs> My brain has already been shaped, and it's shaped improperly. Yes. Um, so, shaped by martinis. Exactly. <laughs> if you want to join the conversation we had here earlier, you can go to our Facebook page, 1019 Chicago. We talked about gifts that you give teachers, but more specifically tips, like hard, cold cash. And if you're giving your kids teacher that, or if you are a teacher and received cash, you can join the conversation. 1019 Mix Chicago. Uh, Kind of interesting. That's our flash briefing. I love it. On the mix. The Morning Mix Podcast. A couple of minutes ago in news, Whip revealed that it is uh, Teacher Appreciation Week. Yes. Which we're excited about. We celebrated at 640. We gave away some passes to our Quattro de Mayo party to teachers specifically. Mm -hmm. But then Nikki had a very... A specific question that I'd never heard of myself. Yeah, no, so again, you know, I grew up in a family of teachers, and so, you know, I remember when my mom would come home with, like, you know, candles or gift cards or all these different things, you know, for teacher appreciation or the end of the year, and then someone asked me, do you ever tip your teacher? And I'm like, what? Like, your kid's teacher, do you give them, like, a $20 bill at the end of the year to say, like, thank you for teaching my kid? I guess, yeah. Boy, I I grew up, I went to Catholic grade school, and I suppose at the end of the year, I remember the teachers getting gifts sometimes. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. I think that's very standard. Is that gift? Yeah, but straight up tipping. Yeah, like literal, money I, yes. I've never really heard of. Well, 312-233-1019. Are you a teacher? 
or you're a person that has tipped a teacher straight up cash, 312-233-1019, and nothing nefarious. We're not saying no. you're like, hey, can you give yeah. my kid that A? <laughs> yeah. Here's 12 bucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> 312-233-1019, a teacher or a parent that's tipped a teacher. We've got a couple here with us. Hi, Liz. Good morning. Good morning. Now, uh, Liz, you are a teacher. What do you teach and where do you teach? I teach eighth grade ELA um, in a middle school in Streamwood. All right. Okay. English language arts. Is yep. that right? Correct. Okay. Now, have you ever been tipped by a parent? I've never received a cash tip ever in my 17-year career. Ever. Okay. But you've gotten gifts, it sounds like? Oh, yeah, usually gift cards, candy. You know, there's the, the occasional, you know, world's best teacher mug that <laughs> yeah. kind of just oh, yeah. stays on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that goes right um, to Goodwill. Love it. Yes, yes, makes it into that box. Now, can I ask if you have even a memory of it, and maybe there isn't one, have you gotten an extravagant gift where you were like, whoa, I don't even know if I can accept these uh, diamond earrings? You know, not not really, but there were some, like, memorable gifts, especially when I taught elementary school of, like, half-burned candles. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like yes. a used jar of nails. Yeah. yeah. Might have been mom's at one point. Yeah. Now it's yours. My sister yeah. uh, was a high school English teacher. She now works in the College Career Center at Prospect, but in the past had received moisturizer, and she was like... <laughs> Three quarters of the way full here. I don't know if I'm going to use this. Must be good, though. Yeah, must has got to be good. All right. Thank you, Liz. And now, Veronica. Hi, Veronica. You're a teacher? Yes. I'm a teacher at a Montessori school. Okay, great. At a Montessori, you said, okay. right? Okay. Yes, a preschool. Okay, great, great. I love that. Now, uh, have you ever received a tip from a parent? All the time. I'm really? So like yes. cash, cash in an envelope tip? Cash. Uh, wow. Starbucks. Target and also a tequila bottle. Oh, tequila. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, that I took right to lunch. Yeah, Veronica, you're like, you know what? This ain't gonna make it home. <laughs> I wanted to work at the school. Yeah, hang on, my story was all about like, you know, they're gonna learn on their own. We're gonna put. Yeah. You know what? I, I deny the service because that child used to have a lot of accidents. Oh. <laughs> so the parents were like, hey, you know what? We're gonna. Oh, I love it. They want. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, not at all. Don't apologize. That's awesome, Veronica. All right. So Veronica's half in the bag with the tip because yep. they're giving her a full bottle of yes. booze. And Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. How are you guys? Doing all right. Now, you have a different view of the whole tipping thing. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm a teacher myself, so I've gotten all kinds of gifts over the years uh, for teacher appreciation, Christmas, and whatnot. But as a parent of kids, um, so a big thing in elementary school is they count up to the hundredth day of school. Yep. It's like they have a big celebration. So when my kids were little, their teacher would get a hundred dollar bill on the hundredth day, and I just wrote a nice note and said it's a, what it's a dollar a day. A dollar a day is nothing for what you put up with with my kids and wow. everything you do. So you know, it, if somebody says, "Oh, it sounds like a lot of money," but it really it isn't. It's a right. dollar a day. Yeah, so you're like another sailor at sea. You can recognize yeah. another, and you're like, here's $100. I know what you're going through. Exactly. I would love to get $100. You know, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. How many half-used candles can you do? Yeah, right. yeah. This is a popular yeah, gift for teachers. Candle, yeah, i got to right. make a note. i got to stop giving candles to the teacher. Seriously. But cash is king, right? Like, you yeah, get all of right. these different presents, and it's like, let's just give me some yeah, money. Yeah, I just have never heard of it. It's and funny you should say that, because Laura, hi, Laura, you're teaching second grade, Yeah. Laura? Hello. Hi, you yes. teach second grade? Yes, I do. And you were just tipped for the first time? 
Yeah, it's right before Thanksgiving. Um, I a parent handed me an envelope and I opened it. And it was a hundred dollar bill, wow. and I was like, "Whoa, what's this for?" And, and she said, "For everything you do, you can use it on yourself or for the class." But I donated it to the uh, Thanksgiving feast that we were having. But oh, it was, that's kind of you. It was so Good nice. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. All right. So yeah. Laura's tip for the first time and didn't even keep it. That's fantastic. Wow. No, good for you. No. But alcohol is always a really good tip. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're hearing. So, yeah, we're hearing that. Stop with the half used candles yeah. and please come with the full bottles. That's what we need. Yeah. I did always joke about that because, you know, you're not, a, in theory, you can't bring it on property. Right. So I'm like, I'm just going to put this here across the street. Yeah. And you go ahead and I'm just going to tell you where it is. I'm but. handing you a box that looks mm-hmm. like a Lego Batman. Yeah. <laughs> but what's in it is 10 bottles of Jack Daniels. Yes. Please forget about my child. <laughs> All right. And one last one. Hi, Michelle. Good morning, Michelle. Hi. Hi. You're a teacher. And uh, have you been tipped? Never. Never tipped? <laughs> Gift cards and candles and mugs, but never cash. Yep. Okay. Now, how would but, you... Oh, go ahead. There's a but. As a parent, my at my daughter's school, what the parents did at the end of the year is each parent pitched in to give the teacher the tip at the end of the year and gave her cash gifts. So it wasn't putting a lot on the parents individually, but collectively, it was the greatest gift ever. But you got... So it was a group tip. Uh, so the group, group tip. Group cash tip. Are we talking like 1200 bucks? Whoa. I think the teacher, she got about 250 Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right, I was a little hot on my guess. I, I, I was like, what? I was thinking if every yeah. parent threw in like 100 bucks, how many kids? A very big class. Yeah, I was yeah. like, wait a second. Yeah, she's right. like, wow, she's got a lot to keep her mind on. All right, so if we've learned anything in the last couple of minutes, here are the things we've learned. Number one, stop giving away half bottles of moisturizer that you've already used. No. The teachers can figure it out. They're teachers. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, candles. If you're going to give one... Make sure it hasn't been lit yet. Sealed and That's new. It, right. Yeah. And also, if you're going to give one, apparently, don't. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, even if it's Bartles and James, just give them booze. <laughs> they don't really care yeah. if it's good or bad. Just booze. Yep. And I think that's what we've learned here. We struck a chord or a nerve. All of them. We were getting a lot of texts from teachers. I always send my kids to school with Benny's gift cards for their oh, teachers, that's a, which is, okay. that's great. how you can get the booze into the school. Right. That is right? it. That is great. 773, my wife received a coach purse as a first grade teacher at a Catholic school. That's not bad. Not bad. Ooh. And a 6-3-0, I'm a teacher. I haven't gotten tips, but I have enough coffee mugs and bath and body lotion to last a lifetime. <laughs> yes. It's just a whole basement yeah. filled with it. Wow. I think okay. gift cards are always the way to go, yeah. uh, but I never heard of Benny's, and that's hilarious. Not bad. Yeah. 6 3 my, mom, my mom's a teacher. She once got 500 bucks. Wow. From a parent. Look at that. That is One wild. Parent? Yeah. yeah. That is impressive. All right. Well, there we go. Just give your teachers booze. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. Speaking of peaking, a lot of times it happens professionally. You get a job. Personally, you start professionally. Per- all of the P's. <laughs> you start working your way up the ladder. And often to do that, you begin as an intern. We do summer interns here yep. at the Mix. It happens. They're sure. going to be here in a couple of weeks. It ends up... Uh, Maybe you're in an internship, maybe not, but also I do believe that these facts, these ideas, these thoughts can be applied to even a career now at any stage of a career. I love internships. Do you? Yeah. I really, I mean, I was like passionately and like really into it. I did it every semester, yeah. every summer. It's a nice way to just test everything mm-hmm. out before like you really have to think about making money. When I started on The Morning Mix, I was surprised to learn that you're doing this show as internship, yeah. which I didn't realize. It feels right? like it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Bosses also love internships. Yeah. Oh, they, that's the best. Free labor? What? Why not? Well, early stage careers, which is a coaching consultancy out of Manhattan, 
So there you go. Okay. They have your six tips to turn your summer internship into that job offer. Mm. And they, oh, yeah, they always say that until it really feels like the right spot for you, which that's is right. cool. That's right. Well, we'll see. These are your top six ways that you can turn that internship into a job offer. But I think we could also say you might be able to turn these into a raise or a promotion as well. Okay. All right. In at number one, log your accomplishments. I'm sorry, in at number six. Look, you're going to forget, you're going to overlook an important project that you did, and they might do it as well during this little three-month period that you're an intern. So keep daily track of what you've accomplished or learned. Maybe it's a journal, a Word document, or an Outlook note to yourself so that in reviews, you're able to quickly point to accomplishments you've been a part of. That's a great idea. I think that's true of any career, you know, whatever level you're at. That's true. In at number five, the top six ways you can turn an internship into a job, lean into your strengths, okay? It's not enough to just be good at a few things. Be good at what you're good at. This could be in an internship. Don't treat it like any different full-time job offer. Work just as hard as you would at a new job when you start this one and lean into the things you're good at from the onset. So if projects present themselves and you're like, oh, I can Photoshop, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'll get in on that one. And show off what you can do a little bit. Makes sense. And at number four, express your desire to be hired from the outset. Whatever feedback your boss gives you, incorporate that info into how hard you work and make it clear to them that you are looking for a full-time job after this. Not just uh, you know, doing the college credit. Exactly right. right. That happens around here. You get uh, We have interns that turn into full-fledged employees, some of who are now on our staff. Tons. And yeah. others who are just kind of like, I just need the credit. And, right. You know, and okay, it's, you know, you got to make that decision when you come in. Yeah, I would say do that subtly, though. You don't yes. want to, on day one, be like, so you're going to hire me? Hey, hey, you yeah. start yeah. paying me. Exactly some right. Some people do that, some too, and do I think that that's too. the wrong approach. That's a bit of a fox paz, as yes, it was. Yes, exactly. Faux pas. Right. In at number three, be a stellar communicator. Don't just sit back and stay silent. Employers hire people that are a good match culturally for their company. And if you just sit by the sidelines, they'll never be able to evaluate your company fit for the long term. Mm-hmm. So, again, as Whip just said, though, it is kind of a fine line. Yeah, you got to be smart about it. Yeah, you got to, like, you know, know when to slide in there, right. know what to say. And you can always check in with your supervisor on that stuff. Yeah. Again, I think these are true of kind of any point right. in your career, right? Mm-hmm. The six tips for turning that summer internship into a job offer in at number two, set up a one-on-one with your new boss. Now, people get nervous. They think it's too early when I start, and they don't have anything to say at that point, but it is vital that you do this. So in that first week, ask your boss if you could set up a one-on-one just to, you know, let's set some goals and some uh, uh, thoughts on how this internship's going to go. Right. Mm -hmm. What are you looking for from me? What can I help you with? Yeah, and you can do this in a relationship as well. (laughs) Basically, that that second date is when you're like, all right, that first dinner was great. Now, schedule that one-on-one. Exactly. (laughs) Here's what I'm looking for. (laughs) And in at number one, if you want to turn an internship into a full-time job, this is the mixed top six ways to do that. Leave your ego at home. Oh, wow. never mind. Couldn't Forget say enough. It. No, get rid of the damn ego. Be a great collaborator. It's paramount, given that many internships are remote or a hybrid mixture of remote and in-office work. Get in front of as many relevant employees as possible. Focus on who you interact with the most in your internship, what teams and departments, and who needs help be willing to work with everybody and leave your ego at the door. There mm-hmm. to learn. That's right. That's In my right. mind, I mean, if, unless you're Michael Jordan, don't need the ego. Yeah. No, it just turns people off. It Even really if does. you're really good at it, but you have a huge ego and seem yeah. kind of like a yes. jerk, people are going to work against you then. Yeah. I think it was Ryan Reynolds in an interview uh, when he bought Aviation Gin. <laughs> they were like, you don't know anything about gin. He's like, that's true. But the best leaders I've ever worked with are the ones who go, I don't know. But let's work together to figure it out. And let's mm-hmm. hire people who do. Who know that how. Are, exactly. That's right. half the yeah. battle.
All right, that's been our TED Talk on running quality businesses here with the Morning Mix. All right, thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Brand new episodes every day. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.